Good morning, church. I will not take your time. Our time is far spent. I want to appreciate the leadership of First Baptist BSF, precisely brought today. For the past two, three months, I've been working with him, calm, humble, and easygoing brother. Thank you for this uh, privilege given to me to bring the word of God this morning. I also want to appreciate one very dedicated, she's my daughter in the BSF, Sister Anu Sharon. God bless you. She has been so dedicated to make sure that the BSF in this church function effectively. I've been watching her from afar. And I've been seeing her growing in faith. For the past three years, I keep telling her, I'm happy for the young person she's becoming. I'm so proud for the mother she will be in future. I want to appreciate the First Baptist BSF uh, President Damilari. Thank you for this opportunity. Lastly, he was my senior, I think two years uh, uh, ahead of me. My senior, the same housemate, and our wonderful goalkeeper, Ika Casillas. He's also a fellow uh, Madrista, so I have something in common. God bless you. Thank you once more. Hala Madrid on the altar. Then, one of my daughters, I taught her in just one, just two, just three. Susan, please stand up for the, for the church to see you. I'm an old man in this business. Thank you so much for having a seat. I taught, taught her about seven, eight years ago, isn't it? Just one, just two, just three. And here she is standing. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for a day like this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's time for us to receive from you. Please reveal the will of the Father to us this morning in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, let your voice be heard and not my voice this morning in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, let your personality be seen and not mine in Jesus' name. And at the end of this ministration, let your name alone be glorified. For in Jesus' name we pray. The text we read this morning, Second Thessalonians. But the anchor verse is verses 3. Paul wrote both First and Second Thessalonians. And the, the two letters addressed to the believers or the Christians in Thessalonica. He Paul spent about 30 days in the city. So when he came back again, he was so impressed after planting the church in First Thessalonians. Came back and he saw these believers growing in faith. He was excited that his labor, his pain, his suffering were not in vain. And that was why he said, rejoice. He rejoiced with them because they were growing in faith. And this will lead us to a brief sermon titled, Growing in Faith. And that's the theme of 2021 Nigerian Baptist Convention, BSF Week. Growing in Faith. Growing in Faith. We shall look at three things. What is the meaning of growing in faith? And what does it take to grow in faith? And what are the characteristics or the attributes or the futures 
of the qualities of a believer that is growing in faith. That's what we shall be doing this morning. Now, growing in faith means to grow spiritually. It means spiritual maturity. And look at the word they are growing is in the present continuous. But it's, it's an ongoing thing. It, it has no stopping limit. So it deals with one becoming like Jesus Christ. Growing spiritually. Growing more like Jesus Christ. Being a disciple of Jesus. And it's an ongoing thing. The day we stop growing in Christ, we start dying spiritually. In Luke 2.52, the Bible says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and knowledge. He grew physically. He grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. And he found favor before God and man. Even Jesus himself grew. But it's quite unfortunate that most Christians are still, after being born again, they are not growing, very stagnant. So growing in faith, growing in maturity, growing to be like Jesus. So when people see you, they see the nature, the character of Christ in you. Now, each time people address you based on your ethnicity, it's a sign that you are not growing in faith. He's behaving like an evil man, like a Yoruba man, like a new prayer person. That should be an insult to you if you're a believer. So, boy, when people address you based on your ethnicity, it means when you're born again, it means as time goes on, the nature of Christ is to consume you. I'm happy when people see me. Hey, he is behaving like Jesus Christ. Not he's behaving like an evil man. It's an insult. So, to, a growing faith is a faith that preserve, you know, that endure hardship. Growing in faith, maturity, or is a progressive faith. Some version use the word flourishing for growing. It's a faith that is waxing. A believer that is waxing, that is uh, striving to be like Jesus. A faith that is flourishing, that is, is progressive. You have been born again for the past 5, 10, 15 years. What is the level of your faith? Is your faith flourishing? Are you maturing in Christ? And it's very easy to know. Because Galatians 5, 23 defines or listed the characteristic of a believer that is growing in faith. So let's look at what is growing in faith. So to grow in faith, like I said, is, is becoming like Jesus. And I say it is dangerous to remain stagnant spiritually. Because, let's open to Hebrew 5, 12 to 13. Speaks against believers who have failed to grow. Let's open to Hebrew 5. 
I, will, I won't waste your time. In the next 10 minutes, I should be off from here. Hebrews 5. And thanks for the drama unit. You have made the work easier for me. Please, if you are there, read for us. Hebrews 5. 12 to 13. Please start. For the time they have to be teachers. Uh huh. Yes. We have so many baby believers. Not even baby. So, so, so many babies in the faith. They are not growing. How will if you have a baby of 10 years still taking Cerelac? That's the level we are. So it's very dangerous when a believer is not growing. That the drama depicts everything. At a point when the brother was not growing, he was under the chains of the devil. But the moment he started growing, he was able to overcome. So, it's dangerous when a believer is not growing in faith. Now, the next thing is how to grow in faith. Like we said, desire for God. Desire for God is the first thing. Desire more of God. Psalm 42 verse 1. When you desire God, blessed are those who test, who are hunger, who are test. You are test hunger for righteousness for God. Your desire for God. Like the sister said, it's not about coming to church. Your desire for God. Your hunger for God. When your heart parts after God. Psalm 42 verses 1. Your love for God. Your desire for God. Your heart, when it comes to the things of God, your heart beats. Is your heart panting for God? Do you desire for God? The more you desire, the more your desire for God increases. The more the nature of God will engulf you. And the less your personality, the more God's personality on you. And the more you grow. One is desire for God. Your heart beats when it comes to your love for God. Most of God, most of us will love coming to church, but we don't love God because right, we only we after the blessings. Number two is constant studying of the word of God. The word of God is the mirror of God. The word of God is God Himself. Like I said, the more of the world you take in, the more you grow. Just like a farmer needs fertilizer for the uh, crop to grow effectively. So, the word of God is the fertilizer of your spirit. I mean, personal studying the world. You spend your time, not corporate, but personally, you spend time with the world. Then the, the third one, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we have issue in the Baptist. 
speaking in tongues is not meant for the Pentecostal. When you speak in tongues as a believer, it edifies you. It builds you. I wonder a believer that doesn't speak in tongues is missing a lot of things. He is not building himself. He's not edifying himself. You wake up in the morning from your bed. The first thing you do is to speak in tongues. You're edifying yourself. You're building yourself. You're building your stamina. You're building your capacity. And you're growing. You're building. You speak in tongues. So, to speak in tongues is not meant for the Pentecostal. As a child of God, you should speak in tongues. So then, what again? How do you edify yourself and how do you grow your services in the house of God? By exercising the gift God has given you. And also, don't forsake the fellowship of brethren. Midweek services, Sunday school, these are ways you can grow. But it starts with your love for God. When you love God, you will study the world. Just like when a man loves a lady, he spends time with her. Quality time. A man, for the love to grow, he must give his wife quality time. So when you love God, you must give God quality time via the world. And you speak in tongues. You build yourself up. Then what next do you do? You services in the house of God and you fellowship with other believers. Lastly, what are the characteristics of a growing Christian? Found in Galatians 5, 20. I said, I will not take your time. Galatians 5, 20, 20. The fruit of the Spirit. Someone should read Galatians 5, 22. The fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22 now, now let's look at the word fruit Singular The fruit I'm sorry, But the works That of the flesh is used in a plural The works of the flesh But the fruits are gone The fruit of the Holy Spirit is a result of the Holy Spirit's presence and working in the lives of a maturing believer. The fruit is the evidence of a spirit-filled, spirit-led, and a sanctified life. You know a believer that is growing. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see it manifesting evolving in the life of a person. So, we have the meaning of growing in faith means maturing. And I gave five things you must do to grow in faith. And what are the evidences? In conclusion, growing in faith requires time and effort. It's not going to be overnight. When a child is born today, the child will not start growing. No, it's step by step. God has designed the child to grow from one stage to the other. So it requires 
time and effort. You have your part, God has his own part. God ultimately causes the growth, yet he expects us to follow the ways and seek to grow. Becoming mature followers of Jesus is to enable you to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Bow your head. Growing in faith. 